2: That's Stamps.com. Code program. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz
3: cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that the
2: <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
1: Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Thank you to everyone who's watching us on youtube.com slash Ian Lee. Subscribe to that. Uh, and UK Night Owl is watching us on Mixer, which is groovy, man. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Good evening. How are you doing? you OK? Uh, um, I'm all right. Thanks, Nick. What have you got for us tonight? Uh, two things. Uh, first
3: of all, I, I came to see you when you did uh, the rabbit hole with the, um, you know, when you recorded it and streamed it uh, in London about a month ago. Um, Did we speak was, uh, to each other? Um, no, I had my photo taken with you at the very end, and that, that was kind of it, really.
1: OK, OK. You still owe me £10 for that photo, Nick. <laughs> I don't know how oh, clear I made that. I was um, <laughs> I'll give you my PayPal details after the show. <laughs> hey, well, thanks for coming along, man. It's appreciated. We hope you enjoyed it. No problem. It's great. Um, it, 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 I didn't really know what to expect
3: because listening to you on the show, I didn't know whether your persona on the show was like a, a performance. But you're kind of, you and Kath both seem the same um, there than you do on the uh, on the radio. So he's he's about to say you're...
1: we owe him ten pounds now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I would say um, I can't speak for Catherine, but I would say that my my radio persona is a slightly amplified version of me, although that amplification is getting turned down on a daily basis. Kath is pretty much, as she is, you know, dull, insipid, <laughs> um, angry.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> no, <am I> not? <laughs>
0: Disappointed.
1: Wowzers. Let down
0: by a friend. Oh, no. <laughs> All that sure. stuff.
1: Nice watch. I like your watch. Um, uh, well, well, Nick, I, uh, yes, anyway, yes. <laughs> uh, sec- second thing is... Yes.
3: Um... Uh, obviously I, I, I hear about your like difficulties on on, on the show with mm. your mental health and other people 's mental health and that sort of yes, thing yes. Um, My neighbor um who 's in his mid thirties um, and i 've lived next door to him for about ten years only recent, well at the weekend told me that he's um, he 's suffering with um, psychosis oh. and schizophrenia. Um, he's had previous uh, drug problems before yeah. um, and he's been on heroin and he's on meth, methadone and that sort of thing now. Now, I, he seems fairly normal to talk to but I, I said, well, h- how it manifested himself? And he, he seems to think that I've been effectively seeing his girlfriend behind my back Uh-oh. to the extent that I've put in cameras in the Uh-oh. house opposite so I can spy on yeah, him yeah. and I've been teleporting her yeah. into my house he's not, now, proper, he's, he's not
1: proper psychotic because he would have thought you're not only putting cameras inside his house but also inside his brain
3: um, it's, it's, it's really strange because when he's talking to me he's, he's saying I know it sounds nuts and I suppose mm. the, the question is we've had a good talk about this because it's it, it's like well what do you think I've got to gain from it yeah. why would I do it etc cetera, etc cetera. Um I, I'm a volunteer on a steam railway and at the weekend I took him down to the railway because oh, I'm there most weekends and I said, look, this, this is what I do because it's, it's, it's great to get away from my day job yeah. and something like this might be good for you because it gives you something to focus on and it's something that's that, that's so different and he was absolutely in all of like the steam trains and, and what I do there. Yeah. Um, and I suppose the, the question really is um, in terms of dealing with it, because obviously he's he's a neighbour and he's 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 a good friend, but obviously he's he's, he's got a few issues mm. it, it, itself. Um, in terms of medication, he's not on any at the moment, but he's seeing the is it is it is it the practitioner nurse or the or, or the, some psychiatrist okay. or something? He's seen yeah, them. Yeah. He's seen them this week, so he yeah. hasn't started anything yet. Um, so I suppose that the question is: yes. Could you offer any insight on how best to? deal with and and assist him with his difficulties i guess
1: hmm that's a question that is it and that is some that is some question so do you know is he using um class a drugs now is that what's causing the psychosis his current use of drugs or is it his, his mental illness that is causing the psychosis well
3: he says that he isn't at the moment because, okay. of course, I, I thought it was a drug psychosis, yeah. um, something related to that. He tells me he isn't, but wow. I don't know when he tells me he isn't it's... whether that's actually the, the truth or not, or whether
1: well, the it, thing with it's psychosis. The fil- thing with psychosis, from my experience. Is that you know it's nuts, but it's it's also real. Here's the thing: when I was, I'm not going to go into too much detail about my psychosis, but when I was using a lot of drugs, I had the paranoia. I thought that people were breaking into my flat. And um, I thought that there were cameras in the... I remember having a huge argument with my girlfriend at the time about the people that were in the car opposite the house filming us. And she's going, don't be so stupid. And I was going to go down there and I was going to smash the car up. She's going, Ian, yeah, there's no one there. Proper nuts. But the worst one I've had, the worst one was the auditory hallucinations. Because the seeing ones, eventually you can see there's nothing there. But the hearing right. ones...
0: You were hearing cats, were you? I
1: was hearing cats all around the house. Because my mum had lost a cat. And so I was hearing cats all around the house. And I would say to myself, This is nuts but I can actually hear cats. There's definitely cats here. Um, the, the, so the, th- the point I'm trying to make is with psychosis, you, you, your kind of rational brain can, can you know, you can point to all the facts and you can realise with it, to a certain extent your thinking is insane, but yeah. it's also real at the same time. So, so, so I don't know if that helps with any understanding of what he may or may not be going. You know, you say he realises yeah. that just saying that you're teleporting his girlfriend is nuts. But he also believes that you're teleporting his girlfriend.
3: Oh, absolutely. But that when he says to me, he said to me, when I tell you this and he's telling me face to face, he said, I know it sounds absolutely bonkers and I know it can't be true because I know that doesn't exist. But I said well, to him, it's, your mind is a very powerful thing. Yeah. It's going to make you believe it and it's going to seem like it's real.
1: Um, do, do you... Um, <clears throat> OK, let's forget about him for a second. Do you yeah. feel safe... Um, I I do because
3: I've got cameras. Oh, oh, he has I've got, got cameras. cameras. <laughs> oh, I got a minute, and he's he'll tell me he's got a teleporter in the loft. <laughs> well, the, the, big, the thing that makes it see, the thing that makes it worse is, and this is where he's 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 done the teleporting thing. Yeah, I, I'm a big Trekkie fan, and oh, I've been to Star Trek conventions, and oh. I've actually got a picture of me with the cast of the Next Generation. Oh
2: of Star no, Trek Nick,
3: and no. that's in my hall, so he's seen that. So he thought, "Aha, that's where it's
0: from. Oh God, oh God, you're screwed. Uh, um, I mean, you can buy some good stuff at those conventions, but I'm not sure the teleporter's available
3: yet. Uh, <laughs> no, they're they still they're working on the beta version. You know, <laughs> it's just not worth it's just not worth the risk at the moment. He
1: so. is almost definitely no physical threat to you.
3: but uh, well, he has said that you're talking about voices. he he does yeah. hear things, yeah and he has said um the voices in his head have told him because of the girlfriends they've told that they have told him to do harm to me. Right. Now, okay. I'm not yeah. I'm not worried about that because as I said oh. I've got <laughs> I've got the cameras and I've got an alarm. Um but um because he's he's talking to me in a rational way and he's currently seeking help um he said to me that the 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 nurse that he's seen has said, Oh, you're at the point where we can still treat you because you're not quite over the edge yet. I mean, how true that is.
1: I I I was about to say, I would take everything he says with a huge bag of salt, Yeah, because he could be making all of it up.
0: He could not be going for help at all. Yeah,
1: so take everything he says with a huge bag of salt. If he is voiced to you um, that 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 something has told him to harm you, you are still probably completely safe, but... I would bear that in mind and I would be um, a a little bit careful about going into his property or inviting him into yours. That might sound cold, that might sound harsh, but you have to... And security cameras are great for catching people after they've done... Yeah. You know, so we yeah. we don't we don't want to be playing the video on the talk radio website again. Would you remember Nick? He called us in, and well, here's the video of the guy. We don't, we, and I'm sure that's not going to happen. I don't want to. You know, I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just saying this is a practical, practical thing. Sure. Um, you know, he might he might be a fun psychotic at the moment, but all it takes is too much booze. You know, a couple of lines of coke, an argument with his missus, some bad yeah. news from his mum. All it takes is that to go from the fun, psychotic, if such a thing exists, to the, you know, losing it for five minutes, which is long enough to do damage.
3: Sure. I mean, ironically, I'm a personal injury lawyer, so there we are.
1: <laughs> well, you, well, if he murders you, then you can sue him from beyond the grave. Um, and, that, and that's
3: why I've tried to, when I took him out at the weekend, I thought, well, to give him something that would just keep his mind busy, I took him to the railway where you know, he's seen the steam trains and he's like in awe of them and it's, well, this is what I do on here. We went up to a signal box. We went and had a little ride on the trains and that sort of thing. And I thought, well, if if I can give his mind something else to concentrate on, maybe that will do him some
1: good. Yeah.
0: I think that's really kind of you. But I also think that there's no substitute for actual... Medical intervention at this point, sure. but
1: that's nothing. But that that isn't anything Nick can do. No, Nick, I know, Nick, and Nick can only do something like that if this guy does cause a problem. But uh, uh, you know, if this guy does cause a problem, which I don't think he will, and I have to keep stressing it, I don't think he will. But then you can get the police involved, and then they can force a psychiatric assessment. Mm-hmm. Tun tan, tun tun tun. But until that point, it's all down to this
0: yeah.
1: fella. So let's let's hope. That he is seeing. So,
0: what about his girlfriend? I would, I would suggest having a word with his girlfriend, but that might make it worse. Um, I mean, it's. it's
3: he, he said, "Oh, do I do I know her? I've met her once, and that was it. And then I, he, 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 he I was going to know her name, and then I went through my phone to show her. Say, look, she's not even in my phone. So, why 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 mm. would I be even talking to her? I've only ever met her with him once, okay. and that was probably about three years ago, okay. and that was it. We've well, never had any any contact since however she from what he says um is alcohol dependent and he's been kind of dealing with that so that has probably maybe exacerbated the situation with him
1: you mentioned he was a friend i mean how, how close a friend is he well he, he's a next-door
3: neighbor so i've known him for probably 10 years so it, it, it's if a pastor comes it gets delivered next door i pop around right. pick it up
1: and has he got um, has he got worse over those 10 years
3: well, if he hadn't said anything, I I wouldn't have known. I've got to have said. I I knew he always had a drug problem, and he was right. taking he was taking methadone as as a result of that. Mm. Um, but I I if he just if he hadn't have said that all this was happening, I wouldn't have guessed. Uh, he he always seems a little bit hyper, but yeah. I just put that down to the fact that that's just his personality, or or the fact that he was he was on stuff.
1: I'm going to be honest, Nick. This is above my pay grade, and all I okay. can do no all I can do with you is share my. Uh, it, you know, some of my experience with my own psychosis and just how nuts it felt, but also how real it felt. So I just want you to bear yeah. that in mind. I, I don't want to worry you by saying be careful. But I, I, I would you know, I think it's sensible to just be aware that yeah. there is, you know, this guy has these problems. Most people with with mental health issues do not they're more danger to themselves than to other people In in yeah. in, in all honesty. But if he's told you he's had voices saying I should go and duff up Nick, duff up. There's a phrase I've not said for years. <laughs> I should go and I should go and duff him up. Um, then you know caution is is advisable. Um, sure. And I, I'm, I don't want to paint this guy out to be bad because I don't know. But also, if you do get really worried, you can call the police. That that sure. you, you would be well. You know, if you you sound like a very calm, very rational gentleman. But if it, you know, if, if, if it did get scary, you could call the police and explain the situation. I'm sure you don't want to do that, and who would want to do that? That would be a last resort, but you'd be within your rights to do that. You have to put also, yourself first.
0: Yeah, but also if his behaviour gets to the point where you are concerned like that, you'll be doing him a favour by making sure yeah. the authorities know what's going on with him, because it it may stop him from hurting himself or someone else in the long run.
3: And yeah, Nick, no, I appreciate that, yeah. Nick,
0: we'll see if anybody else calls in who, who
1: may have been in that situation on either side of it? Because as I say I don't want to, I don't want to give advice that's that's dangerous to him or dangerous to you know. And, and I genuinely don't know what to
0: suggest beyond what we've said. I just think that probably the biggest part of this is just make sure you look after yourself. Yeah, don't put yourself in any kind of situation where you wouldn't put your brother or your sister.
1: Yeah. No, I quite appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. indeed. Thank you, Nick. Take care, man. You're a good man. Thank you very much, indeed. Thank, Thank you, have Nick. Ta-ta. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you can offer any. Um, you know, kind of insight or suggestions into that—that's a tough one.
0: He's so kind, though. A lot of people would just He's steer a, well oh, clear. Oh,
1: people stay. People and who wants to talk to their nuts neighbors? Who does? No one does. And and I use the word nuts in inverted commas. I can say nuts because I am nuts. But but who? You know, the, the the weird neighbor who wants to talk to them? They're in. Oh, quick, come in. That's don't don't make eye contact with him. Come on, and you go. Um, Nick's a good man. You're a good man. That we should all have neighbors like you, Nick. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ryan and then Lauren, then it could be you, dear listener. This is Talk Radio.
2: Experience the unconventional. Even boys. The unpredictable What's happening? and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee, the late-night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule free, Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On talk radio.
1: 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. So, David Byrne. Of talking heads. I love David Byrne. I like talking heads. I've seen David Byrne live is it twice? I think I saw him twice, once at the Kent, the forum in Kentish Town. And once uh in Brighton somewhere. He's great. He's he's launched um he's launched a website called Reasons to be Cheerful. Um and it's billed as a good news website. Let's um Let's find um, let's find a new story about it. Let's find it. Musician, artist, and um, David Byrne launches the Reason to be Cheerful website, compendium of news meant to remind us that the world isn't actually falling apart. It's been out for a while, but I only just saw it today. Um, and basically, um, he's fed up, kind of like we are here, or I am here. I can't speak for, for anyone else um with just the, the, the bad news cells man bad news cells and and radio and and uh television news and printed news is all about creating fear and creating division and hatred and um us versus them now that uh, that them may be color religion accent uh, food, size, profession, but it's always about us versus them. And the, and the, the you know the multi-millionaires, the multi-billionaires that run all of these newspapers want you to think that they're one of they're one of us, and we're all against them, right? Thank you, Catherine. So David Byrne has has kind of come to this same. We're talking about the David Byrne website, uh-huh. reasons to be cheerful. He's kind of come to the same conclusion, and um, he said uh, he said it seems like the world is going to hell. I mean, let, me, let me do a David Byrne impression. Uh, I've met David Byrne. I've been in David Byrne's hotel room. Yeah, uh, get out of my hotel room, you! It seems like the world is going to hell. That's not bad. I mean, let me find. Let me find it. See if I can find David Byrne talking, and then we'll uh, then, then then we'll see. Let's we'll see. calibrate. Um, it seems like the world is going to hell. I wake up in the morning, look at the paper, and go, "Oh no!" Here we go. So this is him talking. They when you
2: don't have an easy it's not bad no. like this you tend to think of well if i need to run an errand if i need to see a friend i have a whatever a five block radius i, have a, I
1: have a whatever a five block radius
2: oh no it, I mean, it seems like the world is going to hell i wake up in the
1: morning now i've got a bit black Look at, I won't do look at the paper and Go. oh no he writes often I'm depressed for half of the day again this ties in with this Matt Haig thing by the way that Matt Haig book um, uh, uh, Notes on a what
0: was it Nervous Planner Nervous
1: Planner gave, it, gave my copy away today gave it to my therapist today I finished it sat in the park finished it saw my therapist and we were talking about Twitter and stuff I said oh here I have this book have a look at this see, see what you think of that um so he's. I'm, I'm depressed for half the day. He writes on the, on the front page of his new project, Reasons to Be Cheerful, which began as a quasi-therapeutic collection of pieces of good news that reminded me, hey, there's actually some positive stuff going on, and it's grown into an online observatory of worldwide improvement. That's that's kind of a, a weighty tone. If, if Reasons to Be Cheerful world is the place to go to, um, and it's all kinds. Of, and I've not looked at it in much detail, but let's look at some of these headlines. Um, designing for a healing environment. Uh, it, oh, he says he goes on to say that a lot of the the, the, the more positive stories are, are, are local. That whereas local news will try and focus on the positive, whereas national and international news will focus on the negative. Generally, I think that's really interesting. Um, uh, anyway, I, I, I've not read it, so I don't know if the site's any good. Reasons to be cheerful. dot world. Have a look and let me know. But I just thought it was an interesting kind of thing. Apparently it's been going for a couple of months, maybe since January. And I thought it was just an interesting thing because there's always that thing, oh, good newspapers don't sell. Well, they they probably don't, but then no newspaper sells anymore. And you're right. If we put on the front... Per- I mean, Jesus. The news this weekend. A so-, so the bloke from Outnumbered is now going out with the woman from Outnumbered.
0: That was... That was front page news. Oh my, people losing their stuff over That it. was front
1: page news, and it was all very titillating. And oh,
0: oh, oh, and she's left her husband. Oh, oh,
1: oh, oh, and it's still in the. I was in the paper on Sunday. That's still in the papers today. The bloke from outnumbered is going out with the woman from outnumbered. That is, that, and if you if you kind of read into it, as I did actually, the, the bloke Hugh Dennis goes, "We're blissfully happy." That's his sentence. We're blissfully happy. So, actually, it's, it's, it's a nice story. OK, I, I believe she may have left her husband. I don't know what for. But the fact I even know that, um, and I'm probably misquoting it, what's that got to do with me? What is it, and then the papers are running it as a titillation. Oh, uh, Celebrity X is, um, is going out with Celebrity Y, and Celebrity Y's husband might be... A, so, so what? So, so what? What has that got to do with anything? So things like this, and things like this show, if you've noticed, we're really trying to take a more positive slant on things things like this show, just chipping away. We're not going to win. This website, Reasons to be Cheerful, is not going to get you know the biggest number of hits compared to, say, the mail online. And this show is never going to get as many listeners as um, Nigel Farage or Julia hartley Brewer. It's just not. It's just not. Because we're trying to do something a little bit positive and a little bit different, and it means that our job is slightly more precarious than some of the, you know, I could come on and do three hours of, bloody muslims coming over here with their sharia law how do we stop this sharia law or, or you know in the last 36 hours two fourteen year old boys have been stabbed in london what do we i mean that's a fact that that's happened but me doing that what does that do apart from scare people what me me saying two fourteen year old boys have been killed in london in the last 30 or stabbed sorry stabbed in the last 36 hours what do we do about it what what do we do about the knife crime in a what
0: does that do? All that does is scare you. And then you get a load of phone calls from people who live nowhere near, don't know what the situation is in those particular neighbourhoods, have no idea of what it is like to be a 14-year-old oh. boy in those neighbourhoods, but can say, oh, well, of course, what they need is dot, well, dot,
1: dot. I tell you, what, an old guy in his 80s phoned up BBC London Bring back now, which one is it? I always get corporal and capital punishment confused. Which is the one where it's it's walloping with a cane. Corporal punishment. Bring back capital punishment. No. Bring back corporal punishment and give these boys the cane. And yeah. then this guy went. Well, they on. Need more violence. well, right. And this guy, this is- I'm gonna tell a story that I heard on another radio show. Credit where it's due, I heard it on Dot On Adabio Show on BBC London Right. Because this story is nuts, okay? But this just shows that this guy could not see what he was doing was was insane. You're gonna you're about to hear. An insane story okay, from another radio show. I don't know what the etiquette here is, but I've credited the guy. So this guy in his 80s, he said, what they need. And this was on the back of a second book, 14-year-old boy has been stabbed in London. What do we do? Uh, which is actually something Dotton does quite well. Yeah, I was going to say, he, Dotton actually Dotton knows what it's like well. to live in those communities. Yeah, he does. and and, and he is, he's, he, there, But usually
0: the people he's speaking to don't. There's,
1: there's a guy on another radio station who was talking about the knife crime epidemic. And I'm thinking, don't use the word epidemic. Don't. But Dotton, Dotton lived you know, in a rough area of Tottenham for a long time. He may still even live in Tottenham. He's I don't still, know. I think he's still got a place um, there. And, and he, 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 he's, he was one of these kids, you know, so he knows. But so this guy is in his 80s. He said, we should bring back corporal punishment and we should cane them. Were you ever caned at school? I was only ever caned once. I got eight uh, strokes of the cane. What did you do? To, what did you do to get the cane? Well, it was Easter. We were in assembly. I was eight years old, and the um, the the bishop of the school stood in front of everybody and pointed to me and said, "You, Jew." You killed our Lord and Saviour, headmaster's office, now. And I was taken to the headmaster's office and I was um, bent over the desk and the headmaster held my hands and my shorts were dropped and the bishop gave me uh, eight (sighs) strikes of the cane for being a Jew. And I think children these days should have the cane.
2: What the... (laughs) What?
1: What? First of all, I believe the story. I believe the story, you know. Um, but it's horrific That's that's abuse You know Beating up a kid Adults beating up a kid Because he's a Jew
0: Well Beating <laughs> up a kid Full stop Yeah
1: But because he's a Jew uh, Because he killed Jesus Adults What the hell? Not heck?
0: just an adult A man Of God It's incredible quote, quote.
1: So that's the cut So that you know I was saying well, What do we do to start? Doesn't So we're trying to do um, a, a, You know Kind of a more positive Loving thing This may put our jobs In jeopardy I'll say that now It may But it's what I want To try and do very quickly, and we've got Jerry and Lauren. I know Jerry I don't want to keep you waiting, but fascinated by this um story about the boys in the cave, remember that the Thai boys um was it? it was twelve boys in their football coach between the ages between ten and uh, ten and twelve is it or nine and twelve something like that and um they've been missing for nine days they went potholing in these these caves and they the, the, there was a flood and waters rose, and everyone thought well, maybe they're dead. But some cavers went, well, actually, there are a few ledges they could go and they could be safe. Let's go in and look. And after nine days, they found them. And we we played the clip of it yesterday. Right. 24 hours later, the kids are still there. They could be there for some time. And I think, you and Kath were kind of talking about, well, how difficult is it to get them out? I'm about to tell you how difficult it is. I'm about to give you the four options they've got. None of them are great.
0: Right. This is... This is one of the reasons yeah. why you'll never get me further underground than like a basement. <laughs> uh,
1: me, me, me and my friend Scoines went caving once and we tried to get Kath to come with us. She uh, 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 And we went and... Oh, it was flipping terrifying, mate. It was, it. it was horrific. Re- it was And there was one bit quite early on where, where we were standing up and you, you're sort of walking around this S-shape in the cave and it got it was very narrow in the middle and wide at the top. So your feet and your head had plenty of room, but it was narrow on the stomach. And there was a bit where I just got a bit stuck. I, I let Scoines go ahead of me because he's a little bit wider than me.
0: Also, he was packing quite a lot of um, sausage, sausage, rolls. Rolls. Yeah,
1: sausage rolls in his suit. Um, and there was a bit where I got a bit stuck and I could feel the panic rising. Literally, it was like it was rising within me. And this guy was... The guy we were with, we went with this, this, this guide. And he was um, a rescuer. He, he, he was, it was his job in the local community. Um, if, if people got trapped or didn't turn up, didn't come back... Cause people, the thing is, you go and rent the gear in the morning. You say, we're going to such and such holes. We'll be back by six. Because obviously you can't take your phone down there. And if people don't come back by six, go this guy you. gets the phone right. call and he goes off and finds you. And he was telling me how he'd rescued people with broken legs no. and how they'd stretched people mm-hmm. and all of this. So I got sat and the panic's rising, and I just, I just had to, I had to say to the others, "Can you shut up for a minute, please?" And I just had to meditate, just meditate and bring myself back down, get my breathing back into control. I went, I'm, I'm fine. I'm with you again. And there are lots of bits when you're crawling along. I abseiled, I abseiled for the first time, underground. I'm underground abseiling. Of course, it's completely pitch black apart from the lights on your head. And then there's one bit where you're crawling, and the guy said, "Right, you got, you got the hang of this now." I'll meet you about a quarter of a mile ahead, probably not even that far. I'll meet you, I meet you ahead. And so he went off. So it's me and Scones, me there and Scoines behind me. And it's narrow, man, and I'm crawling, you're crawling through 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 water, and you're crawling. You've got your bag, you've got to pick your bag up, you've got to throw it ahead of you. Then you've got to crawl and you're soaking wet and you're so tired. And you get to your bag and you've got to pick it up. And you've got to throw the bag again because you can't you can't carry it with you. And I can hear Scoines in the back was stuck. He's going, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Okay, bloody hell. I'm I'm really you can hear the panic. The panic, and this guy came out of nowhere, and he went, he climbed over me, and went back, and just talked You had to just talk us, him off the ledge a bit, and get him to breathe, and say, if you just shift, put if you just put that arm up and shift that body around a bit, you'll be fine. Anyway, it was stunning, it was beautiful, it was horrific. We were there for about three hours, and when we were coming back, he said, right, we can either go back we, the way we came, or we can go through a bit that's a little bit harder, and it's known locally as the intestines. Oh, God, no. And, you know, in those situations, right, I don't know, let's say particularly if it's two men, in those situations when it's two friends, no one wants to be the one that goes, let's do the, we'll do that. We'll do the, we'll the harder one, I'm fine with that. And I thought, do you know what? I've got no problems with this. I went, you know, I think I've had enough. Certainly don't want to try any way harder. Can we go back exactly the way we came back? And can we get out quite quickly? Please. It was horrific. Good for you. It was horrific.
0: Makes me feel sick just thinking about it.
1: Oh. But so these kids are stuck in it. This story's going to end happily. I'm sure of it. I am sure of it. Because there are a lot of really top-notch, clever people working at this, right? But um, let me read this. This is from the Guardian website. I'm going to give you the four options they've got. The dramatic discovery of 12 boys and their football coach who had gone missing inside a cave in Thailand has captivated the world. Attention has now turned to the crucial task facing the Thai Navy and the teams of international rescuers, getting the group to safety. Actually, um, no. There are essentially four options for trying to rescue the boys, all of which are fraught with danger. Okay, here we go. So, number one, because it's flooded. Wait for the water to go down. Waiting for water to recede is risky because Thailand is at the start of its monsoon season. Rescuers have pumped some water out of the cave systems but more rains are expected soon and it could be months before waters are back down near the levels they were at when the group went in. I had not read this. Thai Navy SEALs were reportedly taking in four months' worth of food supplies for the boys. So they're considering that as an option. So one option, option one, you wait four months and they're in complete blackness. They've got torches, but there's no sunlight. There's there's not four months. OK, number two, this is your theory, your idea, creating new passage. Drilling down to reach the cave does not appear to be practical. Rescuers are probing near the caves for other possible entrances, but have not found any that lead near the group's refuge. Even if they do get close, the British Cave Rescue Council said the boys are located in a relatively small space, and that would make any potential drilling attempt as a means of rescue very difficult. Oh that's, God! There's four kids. We've got two more left. They get worse. Teach the boys to dive so they can be guided out. So basically, the waters have risen and risen, and as the waters have risen, from how I've read the story, they were they they kind of went. Down before the waters were there, they went down under a U and kind of came up the other side. Then that bottom of that U flooded, so they've gone up to one level, which is where they thought the rescuers thought they might be, but the waters kept coming up, so they've gone up to another level. So they've got a deep U that they would have to go under. So, teach the boys to dive so they can be guided out. This seems extremely unlikely, as cave diving is difficult, even for people with experience, and reportedly. None of the boys can swim, much less use diving equipment. This is like a film from the 70s. This is the Poseidon adventure or the towering inferno, but real. It's going to make a great movie. They would have, they would have to learn to both swim and dive metres underground. You saw me in, in Australia. I can't do it. Then navigate through a passage that has proved challenging even for their extremely experienced rescuers through, often, through water Often thick with silt, with near zero visibility, managing strong currents and passages not much wider than their bodies. That's number three. So here's number four. And you can see why the the, the, the Thai Navy are taking in four months' worth of food. I think I'd hang on. Number four. Pass the boys out via a human chain of rescuers. Flipping it. The only other option is to fit the boys with full face masks, providing them with breathing breathing equipment and a thick wetsuit to prevent hypothermia, then effectively passing them out along a human chain of rescuers. However, this would also be complicated. Parts of the cave system are reportedly so narrow that Thai SEAL teams and the volunteer rescue divers had to remove their own breathing apparatus to get through. So it's not clear how the soccer team would be handed through those sections. It would also be extremely slow with the group brought out one by one using a kind of relay system to minimise risks. If they left as a group and one person got stuck in a difficult section it could put others at risk. Which one do you do?
2: I'd
0: hang on. Four (laughs) months. How bad can it be? Take a Matelli. Some jumpers. Honestly, it's the safest way.
1: Well, 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 what if the water rises more? Mm. That's the thing. If the water rises, they get pushed further and further up and further back. There's no guarantee that that water isn't going to rise more. God.
0: What a situation. This is why we've got risk assessments. People complain about having to fill in forms, to take kids out on on trips and things. Thank goodness we do.
1: It is absolutely incredible. I'm confident those kids are going to come out safe, and boy, oh boy, they're going to have bragging rights in the playground, aren't they? Aren't they? Oh, um, what a horrific situation! Oh, they're babies, but I think I think ten—is it nine and twelve, ten and twelve, something like that? S- certainly no older than twelve. And um, dear God, dear God, what a, what a story! Um, I wish them and their families and the rescues the very best luck. But also, imagine being there's going to be one person, one man or one woman at the top of that line of command who's got to make the decision, who's got to say, we're leaving them there, or we're going to do a human chain and, yeah, it's risky and they might die, but that's... someone's got to make that call. Dear God. Honestly, it's going to be an incredible story. It's going to go on for ages, and I, I hope you, you you will indulge me. I'm going to do it every night. There's a there's a new revelation, because I'm fascinated by it. Let's go to Mo. Good evening, Mo. Moni Mo. Hey, Mo. Here he comes now. It's a Moni Mo Mo. Mo. Phoning up, strawberry, moan and moan now. <laughs> he hates the show so much that he listens to it every night. He says he's never going to listen to me again. Then he's always on the phone telling me how to be right. Here he comes now, it's Monemo and moan now. Picks me up on something I did six months ago, moan. Bum, bum, Everybody thinks that he's a massive tit. Everybody thinks he's got a tiny dick. Nobody likes the words he says, cause he is so far up his ass. A monimo, boom, boom, a monimo, boom, boom. Key change. Here it comes now. It's a mo now. Boom, boom, boom. Everything he says, he's having a go now. Mo, <laughs> Doesn't like the way I speak to my guests. Thinks that I'm rude to other callers. Doesn't enjoy anything about the show, but he still listens every night. It's Moaning Mo. It's Moaning Mo. Here it comes now. It's a Moaning <laughs> it Mo now. Here it comes now. It's a Moaning Mo now. Now boom, bum, bum. Says he's never gonna call me again. Then he's on the phone with his tongue up my bum. Says that he doesn't <laughs> like the things I do, but won't let me speak to his dad and his mom. Here it comes now. It's a moan and moan now. Boom, bum, bum. Folding up my show just to have a go now. Boom, bum, bum. Doesn't like Catherine. It doesn't like me. But he wants to have sex with the only. He says everything I do is shit. I wish he would get a hit in the face. Moaning mo, moaning mo, moaning mo, moaning mo, moaning mo, moaning mo, moaning mo. Hey Mo, how you doing? You. Oh, with- we're out of time.
3: Talk
0: radio.
1: Join the Talk Nation.
0: Dial up
2: and Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan